Hey there, back again. And tonight I wanted to talk about something that is a little bit harder to talk about. This is our 12th episode and um, with everything that's happening in the world, I thought it'd be appropriate to talk about death. People dying. So many people are dying around us. And um, for me not to talk about it is... um, is really just um, difficult and so I'm going to share with you or rant with you stick on and stay you're in tune to raw talk with um, Addie Cassius and Laura Cassius women uncensored wow death the topic of death It's always something so difficult to talk about. Um, I've shared my experiences in death and I'm quite inappropriate around um, the topic and the, the event of death. And I'm saying this very candidly. I've gone through so much and I try to mitigate how I, how I respond or how I allow it to affect me because it is it's something that can be it's so traumatic and and if you followed any type of ways to handle death you know that you go through the denial stage and then you go through the shock and then you're angry um or you're sad and then you're angry and then you know you're just in despair utter despair and probably not in that order i don't think anyone can dictate in what order you Um, handle or you approach death death is never easy you're never prepared and it's something that affects us all because inevitably if there's any certainty to life it is death and I um, I want to talk a little bit about it today because in these past times um, not since 2017 um, when I lost my father and that was a very a a big blow for me because for me that was the biggest blow of my life not that I had never lost anyone before but anyone who's lost a parent know how difficult and how unprepared you can be being that um, my father had dementia and he was lost for nine days in the wilderness of in the wilderness of Miami. Um, and um, when we finally found him, nine days later, he had experienced um, disorientation. He suffered from sepsis, um, which is a poisoning of the blood, of having not eaten so long. And he was already never a, a, a big man. He was always very lean. And it was a miracle that he was even alive and yet um, very confused. It was a very hard time. So the year 2017 was a very hard year for me because we'd spent the entire year because um, he was found September 9th. I will never forget that. And for the year, for the, for the remaining of the year, we took care of my dad. Mind you, I was in a PhD program. I had to um, take some time off. I finished the semester that I was in and I could hardly concentrate. Um, I was working full time 
everything was just very difficult because you're taking care of an adult parent, you're a full-time mom, and you're still working, and and I was in school. So for me, that was difficult, and I know that many other people share my story, can understand exactly what I'm saying, whereas some days you're thinking, um, oh my God, I wish this was over, and the only way it could be over is if he transitioned, but you don't want to lose your parent. You love your parent. I love my dad to death. I'm such a daddy's girl, but my dad suffered from that time um, that he was found from February and finally transitioned in um, on December 15th of 2017. So the entire year was spent taking care of my father and me trying to stay level-headed and not go absolutely start crazy. I've experienced death. I've experienced loss. And... Um, Like I said, people experience and and deal with it in a very different way. For me, as a spiritual woman, I tried to maintain that my father was on his journey and was transitioning to the next plane, but I still have a lot of family members who were very much Christian. They would not allow me to cremate him, and it was just a whole lot of drama, um, especially with church folk coming to the wake and um, declaring that my father might go to hell because he was not Christian. And that in itself was drama because I had to grab the mic from those folks and and tell them where to go sit their asses down. But we have friends and family and we have extended um, outliers, you know, in our lives who we've probably fallen out of contact with and they've passed. 2020 has been such a year that we see so many deaths. And I know everyone that I know, know at least one person who's lost their lives to COVID-19. And apart from COVID-19, I have lost people, childhood friends who've lost their lives to um, to car accidents and senseless killing and um, and just, just very recently a college buddy um, Anne Marie Robinson who who passed away with her husband Jamar Robinson while in Puerto Rico in a drowning and Junior just two days before um, Junior Albert who is a childhood friend also um, from church who passed away in a car accident and COVID-19 sees the life of Betty Serenoid and I'm saying their names just to keep them alive not because I want to bombard you with people you don't know but that's just a myriad of of names and of people who have passed away this year and not that I'm numb but I've got, come to a place where I need to um, I need to be able to deal I need to be able to deal and I need to remind myself over and over that death is not an end, but a beginning. And that is my opinion. You know, that is my way to cope and that's my way of dealing. Oh, wow. Deep breath. Whenever you see me take a long pause, know that I'm taking deep breaths because I am also thinking and filtering the things that I say. Um... But this life that we're walking in, you have friends, you have family, you have children, 
you you can only imagine the worst you want to prepare for the worst and um hope for the best keep your babies safe um love on them and your friends your extended friends there are people who you haven't spoken to in months years and you know you love them you think about them um every now and again and you you know you think of a memory and life is so short that um the other day I was thinking I was dreaming about an old friend who had betrayed me oh she was such a bitch because I was there for her and I'm not one to just bring up what I've done for you because I am just that type of friend I am when I am your friend I am your family I'm your friend like we yo we go down like four flat tires and I'll do everything for you um and she ended up betraying me over 10 years ago and not that I have not forgiven her I have I have forgiven her but I just um I've kept my position but the part that was most um egregious about the whole thing is that she held her position as if she was more mad at me than I was at her and I and I could never understand that. And I am one person who I kind of, I I need to uncover what the fuck it ha- is happening. What 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 went wrong? And so for a long time, I thought about what the hell. Like we we had even um, um, attended very um, you know common funerals together because she's a childhood friend so we have common friends and so over the years we've come together in several funerals where she would just turn her back while I'm talking to mutual friends and walk away as if I'm the one who did something wrong to her so in those instances I was like bitch fuck you But, you know, lately, with all the deaths that's happening, I've been thinking about her, and I've been thinking about how I would hate for something to happen to me or happen to her, and we not reconcile. But is it really worth it? You know, you might have that person in your life that is no longer in your life. You know, you don't hate them, and the worst part of, you know, you know what's worse than hating somebody is being indifferent because that's where I had arrived with her like I was like fuck that bitch because she it was horrible it was horrible guys if I'm telling you just trust I'm not gonna put it all out here but it was yo she did me dirty and like there's no kind of betrayal than if I had said something and you just said that I said it that's a betrayal right imagine someone saying things creating stories things that you never said just to make people hate you and to people who are actually dangerous who could actually bring harm to me and my family and you know me and my children like do you want to see me die bitch it was like one of those things creating stories and things that they didn't even ask for you know and just because and I and and I always hate to say this or accuse someone of it but it was out of jealousy envy and you know the last conversation we had was who do you think you are you think you probably think you're better than anyone else and I swear to you guys I ne- I'm never in competition with anyone I'm always in competition with the person I see in the mirror and so it was just like what what and you know someone you've been there for so you you get these things you get these life lessons and it, it and it can turn you towards 
you know, not trusting anyone ever, but I chose not to go that route because I still live in love and I still, you know, um, welcome people into my life. However, you know, when you're dealing with death, when you start seeing death happening around you, it kind of put everything in perspective, doesn't it? It doesn't matter what happened. Those things don't matter because if that person was to pass, you know that it would greatly affect you. And I don't want anyone transitioning, transition, transitioning from this world without us having our peace, you know, our settling of everything that we need to be, that needs to be said. So those are the things I think about. And I'm just probably one of those weird persons who want to just make sure that we're square before you transition, but that's just me. Death is one of those things that is inevitable. And, you know, it is so hard to deal with. It's so hard to think about. And I want to just give you guys some peace on it because people will continue to die and the people you love the most will inevitably die. And, you know, we, we want to make peace with that thought. I can't imagine I'm talking to you and I can't imagine certain loved ones that I don't want to see go. So even as I, I, as I make this, um, plea to you, I don't, I I'm talking to myself. Death is hard, but remain steadfast, remain calm, remain, remain in the, in the space where we can say, you know, death is not the end, but it is the beginning. They have this whole long journey, the next chapter that they will go on. Remember, we are but energy and energy does not die. Even through flames, we don't die. Your body is but flesh and bones. It is but the carrier of a very powerful soul. Regardless of what you believe in, in your energy, in, in, I mean, in your religion and and everything like that, I think this is the most reassuring and it's the most calming thing, you know, rather than someone just being rested in peace. No, they are on their path. And if we think of death as such, then we can be okay and we can move on when we know that someone we love has passed on. It is, uh, it is difficult. And it's only recently that I can talk about my father without breaking out into tears. Many more will die. And in the world we're living in, it is, it, it, you can only imagine that many more will. If I say this to you, walk in peace, walk in the knowledge that we are but passing. Find peace and wholeness Live your life to its fullest and without fear. Without fear. Because death is the opening of a new chapter. That's all I had to say on the matter. This is Ad Lord Cassius with Raw Talk, Women Uncensored. Have a good night.